Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Miss Joyous Beauty. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Um, I'm just so excited for what God is doing, for what God has already done, and I'm just excited for continued growth and continued uh, just wisdom and just in love with God and just listening to his voice. I've been spending a lot of time um, just trying to get out of my head, trying to get out of, you know, worrying and doubt. And this episode is about overcoming fear. And the reason why I decided to talk about fear is because it's something that I personally have struggled with um and I never really struggled with fear to this magnitude until maybe a couple of years ago. And it's just had a grip on me. And I'm finally free of that grip. And I just want to shout it out to the world and let everyone know that you can be free of fear too. And it does not have to have a grip on you. It does not own you. And you don't have to live your life in fear and fear and anxiety and, and in anxiety as well. Um, so I'm so excited. Let's get into this episode. And yeah, so we're going to talk about fear. Now, when I look up fear, it is an unpleasant emotion caused by the threat of danger, pain, or harm. It's also anxiety concerning the outcome of something. So for me personally, fear has been something that I have dealt with in regards to putting myself out there, in regards to doing anything or completing most of, most tasks. I remember an instance in class where I just gave up on something because I was afraid and I was fearful of the unknown or fearful of what people would say or fearful of um, how people would look at me or if people would become jealous of me because I'm stepping out and doing something else. So I've always had this underlining fear and it has gripped my, you don't understand, like it has literally gripped me from doing anything. Like I'll just use this as an example, um, the podcast, right? So I started the podcast and I was fearful to announce that I started a podcast. I was like, I'm just going to do it and I'm not going to tell anybody. And I started to get convicted by the Holy Spirit and was like, why are you hiding what I'm giving you? And I had to learn that it's not about you. Your gifts are not for you. The gifts that you have inside of you, they're not for you. People often think that they are. But in the reality, they're not. The gift that God gave you is for others. And so when you hide your gift, when you are fearful of letting your gift out, when you're fearful of not um, not even using your gift because you're afraid of what people are going to say, you're doing not only yourself a disadvantage, but you're doing the person that would be able to receive a disadvantage. And so it's important that I remember on the first episode I talked about, it's important that you just think about the one. It's not about having a thousand people listen to you. That would be awesome. That would be great. 
But are you being obedient to the gift that God gave you specifically? Or are you walking in fear? And for a long time, I've been walking in fear, not realizing that I am holding back the gift that God gave me. The gift that God gave me is to be able to speak his word. Um, he's given me gifts of teaching. He's given me talents of writing, different, different things that God has given me. He's also given to you. There are certain things that you're really good at. It could be art. It could be music. It could be you're really good at with, with children or you're really good with, you know, whatever it is. You have a great personality and people cling to you or you're really good in um, cooking or whatever it is. But are you using that gift or are you hiding it because you're afraid to let it out because you're afraid to let it be known? And I think that we get so caught up in social media, right? So this is a this is the game that I was playing with myself. I would see people doing what I wanted to do, and I would say, "Okay, good, they got it." Then then I don't have to do it, right? <laughs> it's like going in a grocery store, right, and looking at looking at the cereal aisle. Just because somebody else made cinnamon toast crunch doesn't mean that Fruit Loops shouldn't have been existed. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because someone else is doing a podcast doesn't mean that you can't also do a podcast and reach a different audience than they may not have reached. Maybe God had intended for you to sing a song or sing an album just because one person sings um, amazing and they have their album doesn't mean that your voice is less than. And for a long time, time I had that thought process of well if so and so is doing it then I don't need to do it then okay then that maybe that's not my gift maybe that's not my area you know your gifts and the gifts that you have are things that just come natural to you things that you don't have to really work for or or just do like some somebody who can sing right they just sing like literally they can just sing other some people they they try to sing but you know they may need some vocal training they may need a vocal coach they may need to learn certain things in order to be at the level that just came natural to you because that is your natural ability that is your natural gift and don't hide your gifts don't be afraid to let your gifts out and another thing that I've learned that I want to share with you is that the enemy knows your gifts the enemy knows what you're gifted in and he will attack you in those gifts. He will make you feel insecure about your gifts. He will make you feel um, less than about your gifts. He'll make you feel like, oh, your gifts don't matter. Oh, move on to something else. And the reason why is because he knows that your gifts can help somebody else get over. He knows that the gifts that you have can allow somebody to have freedom, can allow somebody to be free of, of whatever that they may be going through or, or whatever it is. He knows that, no, if they become a singer, if they release this song, that this person is going to worship to that music and, and, and it's going to be a problem. Or they know that whatever it is, if, 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 if she gets free from this 
fear or free from this trap that I have her in or have him in, then, then, oh my gosh, it's going to explode. It's going to be something horrible because this person is going to get released. This person is going to get saved. This person is going to find freedom. This person is going to be healed. This person is going to start a domino effect. And what does the enemy want? He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. That is his job. That is what he does. And he's very, very good at it. And we have to be very, very good at spending time in the word, spending time in the spirit and getting getting released and and setting ourselves free from the bondage that he will try to entangle us with and the word says in second timothy 1 7 that god did not give us a spirit of fear so the spirit of fear is not from god so it has to be from something else because god didn't give us that spirit that spirit is not part of him he gave us he said i did not come to i did not give you a spirit of fear but of love power and a sound mind that is the spirit that our god has given us love he's given us power and he's given us a sound mind so when we're walking in fear we're not walking in god's spirit we're walking in an opposite spirit which is obviously the enemy the devil satan we're walking in that spirit so i just want to come to you guys today whoever's listening i don't care if it's one person listening i don't care two people whatever whoever's listening i want you to understand something and I'm sorry I'm so passionate about it because honestly, I've gotten free from it and I just want someone else to get free. If you've been if you've been feeling like you're trapped, feeling like you're not good enough, feeling like you're less than, feeling like you can't be vulnerable or you can't put yourself out there because you're afraid of what quote unquote people are going to say, or you're afraid of what mama and them are going to say, or you're afraid of, oh, but they knew me back when I was doing this dirt. And now I'm trying to say I'm here and they're going to be, you know, talking about me. I just want you to know you in good company because they talked about Jesus, his family. They, he couldn't even, he said, um, I forgot what he said because I don't want to misquote it and I don't have it. But a prophet is without honor in his own home or something like that. Like he couldn't even perform miracles in his own hometown because of their unbelief, because they didn't believe him. Because you just Jesus from the block. You you ain't God. No, you can't be. You ain't that. No, what? So we have to understand we're in good company. Your aim is not to please man. Your aim is to please God. And when you shift that thought process, when you say, you know what? I'm no longer going to walk in fear to man. Because again, fear is what? Uh, false evidence appearing real? Really? That's the acronym for, for fear. False evidence appearing real. You assume that your family is going to do this and say that. You assume that people are going to say and do this. And and you know what? Your assumptions might be right. People going to hate. People going to hate when you're doing great. And people going to hate when you ain't doing great. That's just the bottom line of people, period. People are people. And that's why you cannot let people determine what you're going to do with your gifts. You can't let people put you in bondage to what gifts that God has given you. He gave you the gift of whatever it is. He didn't give me the gift. Like somebody, I always joke with the sister at church. (laughs) She's like, 
my best friend. But it's so funny because she has the gift of hospitality. She's just hospital. She that's just who she is. She's very open. She's very warm. She, you know, she'll she'll do the cleanup. She'll 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 serve. That's just who she is. Unfortunately, I don't have that gift of hospitality. And as hard as I try, it's just not my gift. I just I I can't go uh, I could never be an usher because I I'm very close and I, I, I'm I'm close, but I'm open, but I, I, I'm just, you know, not really that open and I greeting and all that stuff. That's just not my gift. It's not my area, but that's her gift. That's what she is gifted in. It comes natural to her. Now, if you give me the Bible and you say, teach on this, then I, I mean, I will teach on it because I have the gift of teaching. So you have to, number one, know what your gifts are. Number two, don't hide your gifts. God gave you those gifts for a reason. God gave you those gifts for a purpose. God gave you those gifts because he knew that you were the one to be able to hold those gifts and that you were going to do something with it. So do not allow your flesh or the enemy to hinder what God has given you. And do not be in bondage to man. And I love Proverbs 29:25. It says the fear of man is a snare. The fear of man is a snare. It'll have you just in bondage to man. And and I'm sorry, but I ain't got no time to be fearing no man, okay? I need to fear God. And that is what is that? I think that's Psalms I forgot. I think it's Psalms 1 and 1. Let me check if that's right. I believe that is um, Psalms 1. It says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge or the fear of the Lord. Y'all bear with me. I have my Bible right here. So we're going to look at it. And if you got your Bible, you can look at it too. No lies. I think it's Proverbs 1. And it's Proverbs. And y'all know Proverbs is the wisdom book, right? So if you're not... If you're not reading Proverbs, you're doing yourself a disservice. Proverbs is the wisdom book. You hear me? Okay, so it's Proverbs 1, 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So that's who you should be fearing is the Lord. Okay, the fear of the Lord. That's it. Point blank, period. Everything else. Sorry, I'm uh, like, I'm not fearing man and I don't want you to fear man. So I need for us as the body um, to be able to not fear man and fear God. And that is how we walk. And that is how we're going to walk in 2018, 2019, however else long we're supposed to be walking. We're not going to fear man because that's not what God called us to do. He said that it's a snare when you start to fear man, but you're supposed to trust in me. So trust in the Lord, trust in the gifts that he gave you, not for yourself, but for someone else. Remember, the gift is not for you. You're just the keeper of the gift, but the gift is for someone else. Could you imagine if everyone gave their gifts? I'm just being honest. Like if everyone literally used their gifts, do you understand how many people would be delivered, freed from? But unfortunately... We have become so ensnared to what people in them said. And social media plays a huge part in that. A huge part. And social media is so, so good 
and so bad. And you have to be able to rightly divide social media as well because you will you will walk away depressed looking at social media sometimes. You'd be like, dang, they did that. And then, and then you try to you find yourself becoming envious of someone else's gifts, even though God didn't gift you with that. And you like, nah, but we're not supposed to be that as a body. We're supposed to be loving as the body of Christ. We're supposed to be um, um, excited when someone else is using their gifts for the kingdom. It's for the kingdom. It's not for us. So I just wanted to tell you guys that. I'm free from it and I'm overcome it. And some questions that I think you need to ask yourself when you are walking in fear, when you are unaf- when you are afraid is who or what are you afraid of? Who or what are you afraid of? For me, I was afraid of people. I was afraid of being vulnerable. I was afraid of putting myself out there. I was afraid of people talking about me. I was afraid. And I've never been a bondage to people. And that is why I'm just like, really? This is where you were at? I've never been in bondage to people. Like, I was the type of, I'm still the type of person, if you don't like me, that's good. I mean, that's okay. Like, okay like we're good like i'm it's okay i'm not gonna cry about it i'm not gonna be depressed about it it is what it is like i know how to walk alone in this life i i'm i know how to walk alone i've had moments where i've had lots of friends and i've had moments where i've had no friends i've had moments where i've had lots of things i've had moments where i had nothing like i know how to be content in certain things and so i couldn't i didn't I was like, Lord, where am I? And the enemy just had a hold on me in that area, a stronghold, really, and just made me afraid to put myself out there. And I just was one day, I was just like, you know what? No more. I'm not afraid. No more. No more. If my God is for me, who can be against me? And you got to ask yourself that, too. If God is for you, who? Come on now. It's in the Bible. If God is for you. If God, the creator, we didn't create ourselves. We didn't, we didn't form ourselves. We didn't put ourselves here on this earth. Contrary to popular belief, we were created. We are created beings by a creator, i.e. God. So if God, the creator, is for you, who? Who, who could, who, I'm sorry, who could, who could be against you? Oh, oh, your neighbors? Oh, okay. Oh, people at church, they talk about you? All right. Oh, them people, them, them quote unquote non-friends that you have because you have a thousand followers or friends or whatever, th- those people, they're the ones talking about you? Okay. But if God, again, the creator is for you, who can be against you? And I really had to keep asking myself that. If God is for me, who can be against me? If God is for me, who can be against me? Who or what are you afraid of? What's the worst thing that can happen? That's another question I come back. What, what's the worst? If I really put all my eggs in God's basket, what, what is the worst that can happen? nothing you're afraid of what you don't know but what if you put what if you replace that that fear with love what if you replace that fear with faith in god 
then you'll walk a little differently. Then you won't be so afraid to step out on what God has planned for you. He got a plan for all of us. That that's that it's in his word, it's written. He has a plan. You wouldn't have been born. You wouldn't be here if he didn't have a plan for you. People spend all their life looking for what God for purpose, for purpose, for purpose, for purpose, for purpose. God, why am I here? God, what do you need me to do? God, where am I? What are the gifts inside of you? Where are those what are, what are, what are you gifted in? What are, what are you gifted in? That's your purpose. That's your purpose. Are you gifted in, in, in talking? Are you gifted in lifting people up? Are you gifted in encouraging people? Everywhere you go, everybody smiles because when they see you, you're gifted in encouraging. So so, so seek God in that area. God, you gave me a gift to encourage people. How do you want me to use that effectively? What do you want me to do with the gift that you gave me? That's what I ask myself. God, you've given me these gifts. What do you want me to do with it? Whatever your will is, God, I will do what you want me to do. And I won't be in bondage to man because if my God is for me, who can be against me? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I just want to encourage someone to not put your confidence in man, but put your confidence in God. So some confessions that I had to tell myself is I'm unafraid. I just kept saying I'm unafraid. I'm unafraid. Whatever happens, happens. I'm unafraid. God has me. God got me. He's he's got me. <laughs> if God has got me, like he's more than the world against me. Like, you, I mean, come on. They hated Jesus and he was God and they hated him. They talked about him. They beat him. They spat on him. They didn't believe him. He didn't stop. He didn't stop his mission because of people. Because they didn't believe him, because they mocked him, because they spat on him, because they beat him, because they they tried to, 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 to put him in jail. They tried to do all these things. He didn't stop his mission. He, he shook the dust off his feet and kept it pushing. And that's what I'm telling you to do. You don't care, don't care what people say. Really have an attitude about it. And you got to get an attitude with fear. My God didn't give me that spirit. That spirit ain't from God. I don't want it. And that's how you got to walk. You got to have an attitude about fear. It's not from God. The spirit is not from God. So whatever is attacking you, whatever is coming against you, it's not God's spirit. It's spiritual warfare. And we'll talk about that later because I don't know my audience yet and I don't know who's listening and I don't want to go into super spiritual deep things if I have you know if you're not at if you're not there yet so I will keep that for another time but we we we're fighting we're fighting against the enemy we have a fight we have a battle it's a war it's a war why because the enemy don't want nobody going to heaven the enemy don't want you saved. They don't. I mean, let's just keep it all the way real. The 
enemy does not, the enemy knows this is true. The enemy knows the Bible is true. He knows God is true. He knows Jesus is real. He knows that. But if he can keep people in bondage to not believe it, if he can keep people in bondage to not pursue their gifts or pursue what God has for them or pursue the life that God has for them or pursue their purpose, then then he's won. And I don't know about you, but Jesus came and defeated him. Okay. When he died and like three days later, like, you know, he rose from the dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like so many eyewitnesses after the death. And they were like, oh, yeah, we saw Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's real. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. He won. The enemy knows he's won. The enemy know that Jesus is won. And that's why he's going so hard to keep believers in bondage, to keep believers in their sin, to keep believers in not doing what God wants them to do, because that's easy. But I admonish you, I encourage you, I want to lift you up and say, do not walk in the ways of your flesh. Walk in the ways of the spirit. Pursue godliness. Pursue holiness. Pursue righteousness. Pursue Jesus. And cast out fear from your life. Cast out fear from doing what God wants you to do. And your aim is to please God and not man. And take the limits off of who God is. He's a creator. He runs this whole thing. I know I have an accent, y'all, so don't talk about me. But he runs this whole thing. When I just say he runs this whole thing, like, I'm like, ooh, I'm so country. And I'm not even from the country, but I'm so country. Oh, I can't. And I'm going to end here on this podcast. So I'm just going to pray us out. And I hope you guys, whenever you listen to this, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. And I just, um, you know, I encourage you to look up scriptures about fear and what God has to say about it. And really, when you feel yourself feeling afraid, I just want to encourage you that it's not God's spirit. His spirit is love, power, sound mind. So do not look at the looks of the people. Do not listen to the crowd. You follow God. It's God is for you. Who can be against you? You walk unafraid. All right, Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you, Lord God, for this word, Lord God. I just ask that whoever is listening to it, Lord God, I ask that you would encourage them to walk in your love, Lord God, to walk in your peace, Lord God. And I ask, Lord God, if someone has a heavy heart, or if someone feels like they have not been able to overcome fear for so long, Lord God, I ask that you release it from them, Lord God. I just ask that they would take on your spirit, Lord God, and realize that you never gave them that spirit of fear, Lord God, but that you've given them love, Lord God, that you've given them power, Lord God, and you've given them a sound mind to overcome any fear, Lord God, that they may have, Lord. And I just pray, Lord God, for those, Lord God, who haven't made a decision yet, Lord God, on 
should they follow you or are you real, Lord God? I just ask that you would reveal yourself to them, Lord God. I ask that you will bombard them, Lord God. Bombard them with people telling them that you're real, Lord God. Bombard them in dreams, Lord God, whatever it is, Lord God. I just ask, Lord God, that they would come to find out who you are, Lord God, so that they could live with you in heaven, Lord God. For we all die, Lord God. And my prayers, Lord God, that people that I know that I'm connected to, Lord God, would be in heaven with me, Lord God. I just thank you for all that you're doing, Lord, and for all that you are going to do, Lord God. And I give you all glory. I give you all honor and I give you all praise in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for walking, watching, <laughs> not watching. You guys didn't watch. Thank you so much for listening to podcast episode three. And I can't wait to come back and share more with you on the next one. Have a good day.